What's disturbing your peace? What's causing you unrest today? What seems to be your heavy burden? Well, I'm telling my friends, as long as we're alive and in this world, we will have tribulations and troubles and difficulties and challenges every day. And our peace sometimes gets disturbed. A great disturbance of peace, though, is, of course, conflict. And actually, the opposite of peace is war, conflict. My friend, that's what James is dealing with right here in James chapter 3 and chapter 4. The very last verse of chapter 3 is peace. The fruit of righteousness is peace. Now, the fruit of the flesh, or I should say the work of the flesh, is always going to be conflict. And at the root of doing what we should not do is the problem of pride. And so James, as he continues this chapter dealing with the source of wars and conflict, we've already mentioned the number one source of all conflict is pride. So he warns against pride in verses 8 through 10. Then in verses 11 through 12, he warns against criticism. Criticism. In chapter 4, verse 11, he says, Do not speak evil against another brother. The one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you're not a doer of the law, but a judge. Now, there's one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and to destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? And so he's warning against criticism. I love what Oswald Chambers said. God never gave us the spirit of discernment to criticize. He gave it to us to intercede, to intercede, to pray for those. Matter of fact, in Romans chapter 2, Paul writes there that uh, where do you judge or condemn another for when you condemn another, you condemn yourself for you who judge do the exact same things. And sometimes a, a critical spirit that we have in our own heart really is uh, the root of it is the fact that we are committing the same sins, the same doing the same things that we become critical of in others. It's only a reflection of what's in our heart. So uh, just check, if you want to check out what's in your own heart, what are you sarcastic, critical about in the lives of others? You might find you have somewhere in your own heart and life that very same sin or that same very issue. So I encourage you, as Paul does here, don't speak evil one of another. Be careful putting other people down. And usually when we do it, it's, again, from pride because we're trying to step on them, make them look bad so we can look better. So at the root of it is pride. Then the very last issue in this chapter he deals with in verses 13 through 17, Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we'll go into such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet... Do you not know what tomorrow will bring? Oh, what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance, and all such boasting is evil. For whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. So now he warns against arrogant self-confidence. Isn't that interesting? Pride, criticism, and self-confidence go together. Humble people pray for God to help disobedient Christians rather than criticize them. We try to bring them and love them back into fellowship with Jesus Christ. The humble know how to say also, if the Lord wills. That's what Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. Thy will be done on earth 
as it is in heaven. And oh, today, my friend, we need today to understand we cannot believe and think for a moment that we know what tomorrow holds. Boast not yourself of tomorrow. You know not what a day may bring forth, Proverbs 27.1. So today, let's take heed to the warnings of James in this chapter that bring war in our lives instead of peace. And that's pride, criticism, and self-confidence. Our confidence in who I am and what I can do today, tomorrow, whenever. May God help us. Oh, God bless you today. Have a wonderful day. And may you always keep your eyes on Jesus.